0: Welcome to the Innovation Today podcast, where we speak with today's technology leaders about how they're innovating to stay ahead of changing industry dynamics and reaching new levels of productivity and automation. Brought to you by ServiceNow, your partner in digital transformation. Well, thank you for joining us today for another episode of the Innovation Today podcast. I'm your host, Jim Vanover, Field Innovation Officer at ServiceNow. Today, uh, I'm excited to welcome uh, Sonny Raina. Do I have that right, Sonny, Reyna? Yeah, that's oh, right. Great. You, and you're the Associate Vice President at Hexaware. Sonny, uh, give me just a little bit about wha- your role and what you do for Hexaware.
1: Oh, first of all, thanks, Jim, uh, for inviting me to the podcast. Uh, my role here is uh, I manage the practice globally for ServiceNow um, at Hexaware. And I started the practice, in fact, uh, seven and a half years back, and I've been Steadily growing this to be one of the most efficient practices that Hexaware has. A little background about Hexaware: uh, Hexaware is a one point two billion dollar, uh, you know, organization. Uh, we're based out of New Jersey, but have offices globally, and we are elite service now partners.
0: Yes. Today, we're going to talk specifically about service ops. Correct. So, f- first, how do you define service operations?
1: Service operations has been in play. Uh, I think, for for quite some time. Just that it has not been formalized yet, okay? You still had operations teams and you still had IT service management teams. Mm -hmm. But the problem was there was no coherence between the two and there was no area where they could come and combine themselves. Right. So if I have to define it in one single line, I would say service management and IT operations, if they converge and they converge on a platform which has better automation facilities and driven by AI, then that treats, that whole package could be treated as service operations.
0: Could you give me an example of one of the benefits someone sees by combining those two?
1: Before you go into the benefits, if you look at what are the challenges which we have,
0: correct? Yeah.
1: So the challenges that we see here is uh, the role of IT itself is changing, correct? You heard Bill yesterday that... IT services are more of a business services now.
0: And Bill, yesterday was uh, the keynote for Knowledge 23, that opener keynote. Correct. Yeah,
1: right. And and he he was very enthusiastic about saying, hey, IT services are no longer IT services, they are business services. Mm -hmm. But while that's a very powerful statement, look at the hindsight. If these are the services that drive your business, you need to keep those services up and running and keep transforming. Right. So the rate at which you want to transform, the rate at which you want to maintain has gone up. If you And it's not linear, right? right it's not that linear. rate of change is not You're linear. It's not linear. Right. It's not linear. And because of that particular volume that you get with respect to the change, are we correctly staffed and structured to adhere to that? Right. I think that's a question which we need to answer.
0: So what are the implications of not bridging those
1: gaps? You know, if people are not bridging this particular gap, the amount of work that needs to be done in the in the time frame which we have,
0: mm-hmm.
1: for sure we'll not be able to accomplish. We'll not be able to keep pace. So you would have seen, there was a time when we had like you know, 50 odd changes coming in into a week and now we have like, thousands of releases happening per day. So there's a, there's a stark difference in the velocity at which you want to bring in change. If you're not kind of converging your IT systems and not converging your IT operations and IT service management, then that whole velocity is getting going to get impacted. And if this velocity impacts, it directly impacts the business because there's out there somebody who is innovating at a faster rate than you. Right. Correct? So you have to match that innovation. Mm-hmm. The second piece is, if you don't combine these two, if you don't have a well-defined focus on driving service operations, mm-hmm. the goals of the organization of, or of these teams would be different. They, they have been traditionally being different. You know, operations is about keeping the lights on. Service management is about keeping it within, within that framework or within those guardrails. Yeah. Essentially, if you combine these two, you will have better synergies from the teams. Your productivity will increase. Right. Correct. So, my you know, thought here is that you should find ways in which you get best resolution of your incidents, you get best faster response for anything that comes and hits a service management queue or a service ops queue, and look at ways how you can automate and shift left. So if you combine these three together and and take the philosophy of service operations, uh, I think a lot of productivity would be released. A lot of innovation would happen in an organization.
0: So you really get to focus on what your company delivers rather than, as you say, keep the lights on. Right. So let's expand a little bit on that. Mm-hmm. What are those bigger benefits? What are those that that greater uh, opportunities that companies experience when they focus and, and combine?
1: So there was a survey um, which was done last year um, by EMA, and if i go by just the results of those surveys wherein i think uh 67% of the cios and ctos which were which were there on the service ops mm-hmm. bandwagon the result is stark that there is they see transformative changes happening if they go and you know have this converged piece as one unit
0: mm-hmm. okay
1: uh, a lot of productivity was released within their their organizations okay and they were able to have more focus on bringing automation and giving away uh, the L1 tasks, which are there within the team, so all of that L1 was actually getting 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 automated. Right, and 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 the result was primarily because it was all formalized and it was all put in a box, which was called service operations.
0: It's amazing. So, where do our listeners start with this? What what is the first step for them to take? and evaluate where they go from where they are today?
1: I think the the first piece is analyze themselves within their systems, look at their tech stack, look at what is their current technical debt, Mm -hmm. uh, where they are with respect to different tools. Uh, A very big uh, introspection which they'll have to do is uh, how are they structured? Structure is one piece which gets taken up right towards the end. And my my thought here is you should first look at your how you are structured because you have a goal. You put a structure in place to reach that goal and then move the things around, correct? Yeah. So look at how, as an IT organization, you are structured. Look at what tech stack you have. And then look at what are the enabling factors which you can combine to bring more efficiency.
0: Mm-hmm. That totally makes sense. So let's look... Um... Let's look beyond that a little bit. So what are some of the key trends that listeners should be following or uh looking for in the future? Where, where do you think we're we're headed with this?
1: I think a few years from now service operations is going to be the next normal. Yeah. Okay. That, that that's a given. I there, I was literally going to say that yes. that's a given. Okay. Right? So those are those are like table stakes for us. But going forward what I see is more formalized way of delivering service ops rather than having something in silos. Okay, mm-hmm. Rather than having a connect between two leads, the, the teams would actually converge. Mm-hmm. What I also see is all of that convergence would be driven by intelligent platforms. Yeah. Okay. And if you have that intelligent platform, you will see a lot of consolidation of tech stack happening. Mm-hmm. So when you have that tech stack getting consolidated into so-called a platform or an intelligent platform, the way we put it, We'll see the trend for incident resolution, or the trend line for the time to result, resolve those incidents, actually getting getting lower. Okay, and you will see a lot of AI and generative AI coming into coming into existence. Correct. Yes. So these three areas, when you combine, uh, you you would definitely have much more visibility within an organization of what your IT ops or IT service management is doing. So. So that clear, transparent layer of visibility within the organization would appear for the CIOs or the CTOs to take informed decisions, right? Yeah. That's what you need at the end of the day. You don't need a report coming in from an ops team and a report coming in on a service management team. Rather, you need one transparent layer, one transparent dashboard uh, for you to then take action.
0: Right. And that is really where you're driving those outcomes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Sonny, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I know our listeners got a lot out of what you're saying. I mean, it was just so much information packed into this tight little, as you keep saying, that little, that little box, that little service box. So thank you for that. And thank you to all our listeners. Please subscribe if you like what you heard today and be sure to join us for our next episode.
1: Thank you, Jim. Thank you for having me here.
0: Thanks, Sonny. I really appreciate it.